Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and I thank you for joining us on the broadcast. If you're listening on podcast or video, we appreciate that as well. And please share it. If you know it's helped you, maybe it'll help someone else. Encourage them, challenge them, uh, strengthen our walk with the Lord. That's our prayer in all things. Last week, our teaching episodes dealt with some rather uncomfortable truths and realities that God's Word deals with, that Jesus and the apostles, who under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, wrote, wrote most all of the New Testament, what they dealt with. But in our modern churches, we seem to be hesitant to actually bring them up. And when we do, it is often what we say candy-coated so as not to offend anyone. Jesus himself said that his life and the truth of his message would offend anyone living in the flesh and sin. And folks, that's all of us, right? So why are we trying to take something that we know will offend our flesh and we need to be offended so that we can turn from it? Why do we need to take something like that and try and make it palatable? I don't know. But anyway, if you, if you missed any of that mess, those messages last week or any others, you can find them all in many more articles and videos and podcasts at loveandlordship.com. That's our website, loveandlordship, A-N-D in the middle. Spell it all out together, loveandlordship.com. Uh, we have a read, a listen, and a watch tab. And you can click on those and find many more. And again, share them. If, you, if they've been helpful to you, then hopefully the Holy Spirit will use them to help others in your family or friends or circle of influence. You can reach me if you have any questions or comments or struggles or anything, uh, disagreements, you don't like what's being said or don't agree with it, contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. Again, love and lordship all spelled out and together, loveandlordship at gmail.com. Now, again, looking back to last week's messages, it would seem not only logical with what we discussed, but appropriate to what Chambers essentially does in the chronology of my utmost for his highest and, and contemplate the question, what's next? You dealt with our sin. We've been given a new moral code in Christ that we can now live out by his strength and his sovereign lordship over us, right? If we're willing to lay down and die to the old life and the person and take up the new life, the new man, the new woman in Christ, what he, who he's created us to be, recreated, I should say, us to be not just as Savior but as Lord, then how are things changed? How have they changed? What is this new life all about and how do we handle circumstances differently than before? After all, we're the ones that are made new, changed, and different, not the world, the culture, and the situations around us. They're going to stay the same for the most part. So we're going to need to discern and wisely follow what it means to live in this fallen world, now under a new Lord in Christ, and make sure that we're acting and living and relating in line with His truth and doing so by His grace and His love. That leads us to today's episode where we are guided into how we are to not only walk in the Lord, but be sure that what we're that we're be sure that we're recognizing his grace and willingness to bear our burdens, something we had to do alone prior to coming to him. Oh, we could have others that may help us with certain things, but in the big issues of life and eternity, we there was no one that could bear those. You see, today's 
message is simply what to do under the conditions. Now, if you're following along in the, in the book, the devotional booklet, or on myutmost.org, we're on April the 13th. As we, as we jump into this, your first question may be, what conditions? To which I laid the groundwork to that and for that in today's intro by contrasting the old life apart from Christ and how we handle things to the new life that we now have in Him and doing things according to His Word and will. You see, you're still going to have difficulties contrary to much modern-day preaching. You're still going to have trials and sufferings, tough circumstances and temptations, because while we've been saved and given a new life and identity in Christ, you and I still have the freedom to choose either our self and the flesh, the old person and way of thinking, or by faith through grace, we begin to see things and then respond differently because of God's grace, Christ's salvation, and His Spirit and Word setting up us apart, sanctifying us for His purposes. Rather than reacting in our flesh, thinking according to our flesh in the world and the culture, our, our sinful minds and emotions, and reacting to the conditions, we begin, and as we grow in Him, more and more, we do, we do things differently. Today's focus text gives us an excellent starting point to help us deal with any and all conditions so that we can all better handle what's next. Or as it's stated in myutmost.org on April the 13th, what to do when your burden is overwhelming, what to do with the conditions, right? So many of us have been taught, unfortunately, or failed to be taught in some cases, that just because we receive Christ, the, the, the circumstances don't change. Again, as I said earlier, we're the ones that change. So let's go to Psalm 55:22 in the devotional. And Chambers quotes that and says, cast your burden on the Lord. Now, doesn't that sound just wonderful or peachy, as we used to say down on the farm? Don't we all want to just dump our burdens anywhere but on ourselves? And why would a loving God, whom we've now stated our trust in for salvation, put any burdens on us in the first place? I thought we were now saved from all of this. At least that's what many pastors are telling us today. Well, first of all, according to God's word, trials and tribulations are necessary for growth in faith and character as we still live in a fallen and broken world. And to better understand and point to the glory of God. It, that's what it helps us do. See James 1, 2 through 4, Matthew 5, 10 through 12. Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10, Peter in 1 Peter 1, 6 through 8, and many others, including a whole slew of faithful folks from the Old Testament that are recounted in Hebrews 12, particularly in verses 36 through 38. Check those out and see if God kept them from trials and struggles and difficulties and problems. Remember, our conditions in the fallen world remain the same, but how we handle them can completely change because of what we now have in Christ and how we can discern between right and wrong, burdens and conditions, and how to respond. There are some burdens that we should carry. There are others we should carry for, uh, for, for other people. But in all cases, we are to cast them on the Lord. 
and there's some we shouldn't carry. Chambers says it this way in today's devotional. We must recognize the difference between burdens that are right for us to bear and burdens that are wrong. We should never bear the burdens of sin or doubt, but there are some burdens placed on us by God which he does not intend to lift off. Check out the scriptures I just gave you. God wants us to roll them back on him to literally cast your burden, which he has given you, back on the Lord. If we set out to serve God and do his work, but get out of touch with him, the sense of responsibility that we feel will be overwhelming and defeating. This is my commentary. In a fallen and sinful world and still living in our flesh, it is often the difficulties and trials that draw us to or back to and keep us close to God. And there's no better place to be. Chambers continues, if we will only roll back on God the burdens that he's placed on us, he will take away that immense feeling of responsibility, replacing it with an awareness and understanding of himself and his presence. There's the the key right there. There's no greater gift than this, but it takes time, trials, and sometimes even pain to often get us beyond our own self and flesh and just the blessings that he gives in order to get to what really matters, the relationship with him. Many servants set out to serve God, Chambers continues, with great courage and with the right motives. But with no intimate fellowship with Jesus Christ, they are soon defeated. By the way, check out the two greatest commands in Scripture in Matthew 22, 37 through 39 and Mark 12, 29 through 31, found originally in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. Check those out for the key to making this intimate fellowship with Christ with God, with the Holy Spirit, to making it a reality. They do not know what to do with their burden, Chambers says, and it produces weariness in their lives. Others will see this and say, what a sad end to something something that had such a great beginning. Cast your burden on the Lord. You have been bearing it all, but you need to deliberately place one end on God's shoulder, The government will be upon his shoulder. Isaiah 9, 6, right? The great messianic prophecy. Commit to God whatever burden he has placed on you. Don't just cast it aside, but put it over onto him and place yourself there with it. You will see that your burden is then lightened by the sense of companionship, fellowship, relationship. That's what this is all about. But you should never try to separate yourself from your burden. I close with this, food for thought. It's this simple if you avail yourself of what you have in Christ and the new life. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30. This is what to do in any and all conditions because he's always there for us, for you and for me. Here's our love in action. Spend time with God and his word and prayer and listening every day. 
plenty of scriptures in today's message that you can start with. Number two, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number three, make a list of the burdens that you are carrying that you don't need to be carrying. Now remember, there's certain ones you don't need to be. But, in, but God places some on us that we need to, but we're supposed to cast them back on Him, right? So number four, what burdens do you need to cast on Him as you get into the yoke with Him and let Him do the heavy lifting? Tomorrow, we're going to build on that last scripture, that Matthew 11 text, and find out how we can be inspired and invincible in Christ. Join us and invite your family, friends, loved ones, and even enemies to do the same so they can hear the gospel message and the, the discipleship message that I pray is coming through in all of these messages. Again, you can find out more at loveandlordship.com. That's our website, loveandlordship.com. A-N-D in the middle, not ampersand, okay? Not ampersand. Let me put that up there. Don't, don't put that in there, okay? And you can find our book there, and the icon in the middle of the homepage, The Authority of Love, second edition. We'd love to know what you think about that. So contact us at loveandlordship at gmail.com, loveandlordship at gmail.com. If you are encouraged to give to this ministry, click on the uh, the, the Give tab near the upper right corner of the homepage. And it takes a minute or so, and you can give one time or ongoing. All donations are greatly appreciated, and all are fully tax deductible. So thank you for that. Um, as if, if it's not us, as I always say, keep on praying until the Lord shows you who He would have you to partner with for His kingdom work. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day in the love and Lordship of Christ. Stay tuned for Greg Horn and Hope is here at 1245. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.